Hey, my loves, today's episode is going to be all about the topic of mental health. I think this is a topic that is becoming so much more readily discussed, which is great. However, I still believe that we need to be teaching more action as to how we can stay on top of our mental health. In my eyes, this is through living a healthy lifestyle, spending time with people who fulfill you, who fill your cup up and taking mental health days when needed, which is exactly what this episode is going to be focused on. I am so passionate about helping people to live a more positive lifestyle. And I think this And through my personal experience in some stories I've shared in the podcast as well, I can proudly say I've transformed my mindset and I make myself a priority. So this episode is going to, so this podcast is going to be, so this podcast is going to be shining the light on taking a mental health day from work when needed. I am such an advocate for these. I've taken a handful in my life and I think it's something that we really need to make a focus on. If we are feeling off, if we are, something is going on and it's just altering our sense of well-being and we're not feeling our best selves, we need to fill our cups up first and take time off when needed. And I just want to put a disclaimer, like I'm no psychologist. I'm not giving any professional advice. I'm talking purely from experience. I'm going to share a story from my life when I took a mental health or a few mental health days off from work because certain things are going on in my life. But I guess the main point I want to get across is your level of mental health is different to somebody else's. So don't compare yours to mine. Don't compare yours to your friend or yours to your colleague or anybody else around you. What you're going through is so valid. And just because there's somebody out there who has it worse off than you, it doesn't mean that yours is not valid. That's what I really just want to get across right now. And don't think if how you're feeling isn't deserving of having time off, if how you're feeling isn't deserving of saying no to going somewhere, or you just you just know you just need to stay home and take care of yourself. That is valid and that is important, and that is what I want. I sh- and that is what I want to shine the light on in this episode. So, I have taken a few mental health days from work in the past, and this was when I was at my old job about two years ago. And the first story I'm going to share is so the time in my life. So I'll give a bit of a you know rundown of the whole story. So. Basically, this was when I was with my ex-partner. This was just before we were breaking up. So, you know, if you've gone through a breakup, you'll know that, you know, the days, the weeks leading up to it, times are off. So that was where my head was at, basically. And I was really struggling mentally. So I just moved out of home. I'd moved in with my partner into his house and I was just feeling all sorts of weird shit. I didn't know what was going on. I was unsure if I wanted to leave, but I did, but I didn't. I was going back and forth and this was mentally and emotionally draining. So I was pretty much working full time at my job as well at the time. I was living in an environment that I did not feel comfortable in. I felt so unstable. I felt so isolated. I did not feel happy at all. Um, I just learned to meditate. So this was kind of my saving grace. I was doing what I could, but I found it really hard to meditate because like mentally and emotionally, I was not feeling fab. So I remember waking up and thinking like, today is not the day. Like today, this is not going to happen. And I was somebody who honestly never really took time off from work. I worked in a really small team at the time. So if someone took time off, it really affected everyone. And I'm somebody, 
I mean, back then as well, even more, I was like a super big people pleaser. And I was like, I can't, I need to go in to, you know, make sure the team's okay. Whereas now I'm at a point in my life where I appreciate and I respect people, but I, I'm my own main focus. I'm going to fill my cup up first because I know that is how I can perform my best. And you just need to make sure you are your own best friend and you are caring for yourself first and foremost. So yeah, I woke up and just felt really off and I was texting my best friend at the time and, um, you know, she was obviously supporting me, telling me to take care of myself. She knew what was going on in my life. So it was good that I had somebody in my life who, you know, could see and hear me and they were there for me when I needed them. And kind of like a random side note here. So I was out of home, obviously. And I remember I had gone to visit my parents the day before and silly, stupid me. I had left my car keys at my parents' house and I, yeah, I obviously had my car at my partner's house. We took his car to my parents' house. I left my car keys at my parents' house and then we drove back to our home in my partner's car. I hope that makes sense. So yeah, obviously I had my car at the house, but not my keys. So honestly, stupid. So obviously got up. I was like, all right, got to get ready for work. I remember I was just like, you know, looking, feeling like a train wreck, got ready, put makeup on, put my clothes on, went to leave. I was like, oh fuck, my keys aren't here. What do I do? And of course this just added like, this was like the tipping point for me. This was like, nah, like just, just one big fat no. And, you know, I called the office, I explained the situation. I was like, look, I'm not going to be able to get to work for a couple of hours. Like, this is a sitch, whatever. They're like, cool, no worries. Come in when you can. And I remember as well, actually. So this actually, yeah, I kind of forgot this. So my partner at the time, he had taken a day off as well from work. So he was home. And because we were just in such a rocky, yucky place, um, I remember like, obviously, you know, I was like, this is a sitch. My keys aren't here. I need to go to work. And I remember he didn't offer to drive into my parents' house. And I was like, but I didn't want him to either because I wanted to, I didn't want to go to work. I just knew mentally I was not in the right capacity. So this is when I went to the living room. I pulled up my laptop and I started to create some magic. And this is actually insane what happened. I kind of forgot about this as well. So I created a free ebook over my 23rd birthday. That's when I released it. And this is the day I started writing it. And I remember this is when I really got into health and wellness and motivation and self-development. This was like the very, very start of my journey. And obviously I had all these ideas running through me. I'd started meditating. I journaled all the time. And I remember sitting down at my laptop and just, you know, I'm like, okay, today's the day for myself. Made a coffee, made some breakfast, opened my computer and started writing. And within 45 to 60 minutes, I had created a whole entire free ebook. Everything, it's like the words just came out of me. The graphics just came out of me. The design, the structure, the branding, everything. I just, everything just came onto my screen and I realized I needed to take this mental health day so I could start to pursue my passions, so I could start to get to know myself, so I could start to follow the path that I wanted to head down. And I remember walking away and I was like, how on earth did I just produce this when I'm in the state I am right now? I did not feel my best. I did not feel like mentally my healthiest, but I was still able to pursue my passions and start to create an ebook that I am now so proud of. And I was so proud of when I released it. 
Anyway, and so that little moment happened and then a few hours passed and then my best friend, she kindly offered to come pick me up and then we spent the afternoon together and that's literally what I needed. I needed to be around somebody who appreciated me and just, you know, get out of the house and really just talk things through. And, you know, like I shared just before at the beginning, I was in a rocky place. I wanted to break up. I didn't know how. I was confused. I was lost. I was immature. I was just not feeling my best. Anyway, so... I want you to know it's okay to take a mental health day because fast forward a few months later, when we eventually did break up, I, you know, was going to work like usual and my, you know, my performance was dropping. I wasn't there mentally. I was, you know, in such a shitty place. If you don't know the full story, um, my partner had cheated on me and I had to move out of home and it was just an absolute shit show. So, you know, mentally still wasn't feeling my best. Um, but I really just wanted to push through and do all I could. And of course my workplace, um, when I worked for that job, they were really, really beautiful people. And, you know, they cared for me so much and they were like, we, Isabel, we're like, we want you to take a couple of days off, just recoup, you know, spend time with your friends, your family, and just, you know, start to kind of get back to your normal bubbly self. So I really appreciated I had the opportunity and I was a bit hesitant. I'm like, oh, is this weird? I'm taking mental health days, but guys, they are so, so important. And use your mental health days in a positive light. I know it's so much easier. You just want to stay home in bed, eat shit food, have the blinds down, watch Netflix, but use the day to your advantage. I remember, so when I took the couple of days off from work, you know, I had gone out for breakfast with my friend. I met up with another friend for a hike. I went to the gym. Like I did things that were filling my cup up because that is how you're going to, like you need to, we all go through mental struggles. And like I said at the very beginning, my mental struggle is not better or worse off than yours. We're all valid to what is like negatively impacting our mental health, but it's up to you as to what tools you're going to use that is going to help you overcome it. And maybe you will get to a place where you need to seek professional help. That happened to me as well. And it's like, do whatever is best for you, but just do what you can in your power at the time. And so that was a bit of a blast in the past. So now moving forward to today. So as I'm recording this episode, the state I'm at right now, I still feel, you know, a bit off like we all do. Nobody is an optimal, enlightened human being 24-7 and always feels their best self. No one's always living their best life. We all go through bullshit. And I'm here to tell you, it's so normal to feel lost at times, whether you think you have it all together or you don't. Maybe you have a thriving career, great relationship, a really busy social life, but you're still feeling a bit off. Or maybe you don't have a job, your friendships are a bit rocky, you don't have a relationship or your relationship is going really just not how you want it to go and you're feeling off. That is fine. It doesn't matter the degree of your situation. The point is we all feel lost and we just have to do our best to navigate it. And we just have to do what we can to navigate it the best we could, to navigate it the best we can. And that is all for looking after our lifestyle. How do we spend our time? What's our mindset like? What is the level of our emotional security, our physical health, our mental health, our emotional health? How is our social life? What can we do? Like, what can we add or take away in our lifestyle that is ultimately going to improve it in the long run? So honestly, I always say I work out for my mental health because it makes me feel so good mentally. And obviously it's a bonus that it's going to change or tone your body physically. 
And something that does always really help my mental health as well is seeking inspiration. I think far too times enough, we are constantly looking for motivation. Like we say excuses like, I don't have the motivation to work out. I don't have the motivation to get up early, to do X, Y, Z. Motivation comes and goes. It's not something that sticks around 24-7. If motivation is what you're constantly looking for, you're going to be looking for a long time. Instead, seek inspiration because as soon as we can start to get inspired, it's then when we have this like internal spark of motivation. And it's like we're almost able to, I want to say control it in a way. We're able to use it to navigate our life. And there are so many simple ways we can get inspired. For me, I love scrolling Pinterest. I have so many insightful and inspiring quotes and images, and it just like it sparks me up and gets me motivated to continue working on myself to continue working on on my business, to continue planning exciting things in my life. And the same with my Instagram. I've like filtered it out to a T. I don't have any, you know, accounts or influencers or businesses or brands that just make me feel like shit when I see them. You know, if if I've got people in my life that maybe I don't want to unfollow, you know, for whatever bullshit reason we give that to, but their content just isn't making me feel the best or their content is just like annoying to consume, just hit mute. I actually have quite a few people muted and like, it's nothing personal. It's because I just don't align with what they're sharing and I don't want to unfollow them, but I also don't want to see everything that they're posting 24 seven. So don't be afraid to mute people. Honestly, it's so underrated. Um, and yeah, where I was going with this is like my Insta feed as well. My explore pages or just quotes. Like I'm constantly, when I am scrolling Insta, I'm doing it for like research. I'm doing it to get inspired and I get so many ideas and, you know, obviously inspiration as well from it for, you know, different topics I want to talk about, podcast episodes, caption ideas, or I love looking at photos of, you know, the Mediterranean and travel and beaches and like, you know, I have a whole folder on Pinterest called a dream life. And it's all just like beautiful beaches in Europe. And like, you know, that's my dream. That's what I want to pursue. And like, by looking at images and quotes and videos of these, or even by people who are living the life that I am going to live one day that I'm dreaming about, it's motivating me to keep moving forward. So if motivation is what you're constantly seeking, switch that to inspiration and watch the internal motivation spark inside of you light up. And I'm just going to end it on a few action points on how, on a few ways to become more mentally strong. So firstly, turn the notifications on your phone off for as many or as little apps as you like. I know I go through stages. I know I go through stages where I turn the Instagram notifications off at the moment they're on just because, you know, if I'm talking to specific people on the app you know, for like business or even just like social and like, you know, I want to know when they've replied, I'll switch them on. But I go through stages of always turning them off. And it's like, we don't realize how much, you know, a little pop-up on our phone can just distract us for so long. Because like what I always find interesting is next time you're watching a TV show or movie, notice whenever their phone buzzes, like for example, I think I notice this a lot, like say if there's like, you know, a couple and they're about to kiss and then someone's phone goes off. It's like, they just abruptly stop. The person checks their phone, they run away. And it's just like, 
Seriously, bro. Like, do you have to check your phone every single time it dings? Like, look at the moment it's ruining. And it's like, I think next time your phone dings, a notification comes up, whatever it is, see how long you can resist without even checking it. Like, you don't even know what it is. You know, something came through. It's probably going to drive you crazy thinking, oh my God, who or what is it? Who messaged me? Who checked my story? Who sent me a DM? See how long you can go without even checking it because you're building your willpower. And then by like just being so reactive to notifications, it's just, it's not doing any justice to your mental health because it's going to, you know, we're going to come right back around to the whole topic of validation and self-worth. You're putting all of your self-worth into what people are thinking of you, into how many messages or likes or whatever it is that you're getting. Do you know how many times I like post an Insta and then I forget I've posted Like, honestly, and I used to be somebody who was glued to my phone as well. I'm not saying I'm like this perfect person at all. Completely the opposite of that. What I'm saying is like, you're allowed to put things up and send messages and post things, but you don't need to become a slave as to who is responding and reacting to it. It's a strength. It's a superpower to not be a slave to your phone. So turn the notifications off on whatever apps you feel most comfortable of and just know it's going to help you in the long run. The next one is to stop apologizing when an apology isn't necessary. I know far too much. We just overuse the word sorry. And what I think we don't realize is this is just really taking away your power. Of course, apologize when needed. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if you are just overusing this word, it's like it's you're disposing of this word like for no means. Like, you know, somebody asks you something and you're saying sorry as your first response. It's like we really need to focus on being more assertive. And this is an episode that I'm going to do later on as well, because I've felt I've become so much more assertive in who I am and what I want. I'm not accepting or putting up with bullshit. And it's just like such a great way to live because we're not tolerating minimal effort. We're not apologizing when we don't need to. And what we don't realize is like this continuous effect of apologizing and saying sorry when it's not required, it's putting like a detrimental effect like on us long-term without us obviously realizing in the short-term, without us realizing in the interim. So I want you to be really aware and recognize, are you saying are you saying sorry when it's not actually necessary? Instead, you know, switch that, say thank you. If you're somebody who is a few minutes late to meeting up with a friend, for example, instead of over, over apologizing, of course, unless you're like an hour late, say thank you for your patience. Thank you for waiting for me. Just switch that. By showing appreciation, it's so much nicer. I remember I learned this at my first job. You know, we would always say thank you for your patience. Thank you for your appreciation, opposed to apologizing. Because it's just using like these positive affirmations. It works both ways. And next is to really start to create healthy boundaries. And this could just go on forever and ever, this topic. But healthy boundaries are what is really going to like contribute to your overall quality of life and of course help with your mental health. It's going to really help as well to, you know, distinguish or recognize when you do need to take a mental health day. It's having that healthy boundary in place and understanding that it's something that needs to be cared for no matter what. And, And lastly, 
And then the last two points are to have quality friendships. Have friendships with people who you know you feel seen and heard by. Like I shared at the very start of this podcast, I had that best friend back in the day. I had that best friend who she seen, who was there to like see and hear me. She was listening to what I had to say. She knew what I was going through. And it's like having those quality people you can turn to is so, so, so invaluable and like I mean, connection is a huge value, if not the most important value of mine. So I highly, you know, value yet again, having those connections and those people in my life. And lastly, actually, I think this is maybe the most important as well is discipline. Having self-discipline is going to contribute to your mental health. You will have no idea. Having that discipline to care for your mind, body, and soul, to commit to doing things when you say you're going to do them. You don't understand. Like It's so easy to say, yep, I'm going to do ABC today, and then you don't do any of them. You don't understand how much like mental strength you are cultivating just by doing the things you say you are going to do. You are going to prove to yourself that you can do literally anything as soon as you start to achieve the things you say you are going to do. And this is all a result of having discipline, of having self-discipline. And I've shared this before as well, is, you know, how are you going to cultivate the self-discipline? This is going to look different for everybody. For me, when I really look back on and think, how did I become so, you know, self-motivated? Yes, I said before, motivation is something that we don't always have, but it's something we can cultivate. So how are you becoming self-disciplined? So for me, it's seeking inspiration like I shared before. But for what I also realized, it's for me, it's meditating because I'm setting aside the time to care for myself. I'm setting aside the time to do fucking nothing, but to meditate, like meditation, I always say it's the only thing that takes up your time by giving you more time. People who say they don't have time to meditate, they are not making the time to meditate. I've read this in so many books. People who say if the busier your day is, the longer you need to meditate because it is giving you so much more clarity. It's making space in your brain to make better decisions, to make better decisions, to work harder, to optimize your time, to be more productive. Think of how much time you spend picking up your phone, aimlessly tapping onto Instagram in like autopilot. You don't even realize you're doing it. And then you start aimlessly scrolling. I want you to switch up where Instagram is on your phone, put it on a completely different page and watch yourself, open your phone, direct your thumb to where Instagram used to be and clicking on that app. I guarantee most of you will probably do this because this is what I do because this has happened to me. So start to think of ways you can become more disciplined because this is just honestly going to... Like when looking back, like the story I shared was like over two years ago and looking back, I wasn't that disciplined back then. Whereas now I've come full circle. I've been practicing meditation for over two years. I've filtered out the people in my life. I have such quality connections and friendships around me where I do feel seen and heard and I'm making my health and fitness a main focus in my life and everything's a ripple effect. And in all, And in return, I'm able to have a better sense of mental health. And, you know, we all go through stages. Like I shared, I had that stage at the end of last year with my quote unquote toxic workplace. And it's like we all go through stages, no matter how like optimal our, you know, our life is, no matter how great we think our mental health and our mental health and physical well-being and social life is like we all go through times of feeling lost. And it's so okay. It's so okay to feel this way. 
but this is why I have this podcast. This is why I recorded this episode. So that way you can start to look at how you can turn this around. It's all about starting somewhere. It's all about starting right now. As always, guys, I'm going to love you and leave you with this episode. If you enjoyed this, be sure to share this with somebody who you know needs to start somewhere too.